This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Praise the Lord. Sister Bells, how are you doing today? God bless, Brother Shannon. Doing well. How are you, sir? Hey, doing good. Thank you for giving me just a few extra minutes. And uh, you've got no all worries. the time you want today. Uh, Sister Bells, would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, we love you and we just thank you, Lord, for all that you are doing, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. The presence of God that's already God moving. We want to just say thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that you're doing. And we just ask God that you continue to have your way. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you, Father. We appreciate you now. Father, we ask that you move in the word of God. Lord God, we thank you and just praise you, God. Hallelujah for all that you're doing. We love you today. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done, Father. Continue to minister to your precious men and women of God. We thank you for our dear brother that just brought the word, Father, so rich. And, Lord God, the word of the Lord that was spoken. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We ask God that you bless him as well. Continue to pour in, God. Let your your will be done. And, Lord, we thank you for Brother Shannon and, and all that you're doing through him, Lord God. Continue, Lord God, the work that you've begun. And we thank you for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody, welcome aboard. We've got Dr. Deborah Vells in the house. Today is Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. Sister Vells, the microphone is yours. Thank you. God bless you, Brother Shannon, and I want to say God bless to each and every one of you that are listening. We thank God for you. Brother Shannon, (laughs) oh my, today I want to talk about, um, I believe the title is, 
beware of corrupt shepherds. And we're coming out of Jeremiah 23 today, verses 1 through 40. And in this scripture, it talks about corrupt leaders, false prophets and things. And we know that this type of thing goes on all the time. It went on back here when Jeremiah was uh, speaking the word and he had to share such tough word, but it was right. And so as I was just asking the Lord what to say, he said, I want you to talk about this chapter today. So um, we want to be aware. I believe that we're in a time where God wants us to walk in the truth of his word, the light of his word. And as my dear brother was speaking before, I was so blessed by the word, how we must we need the word of God. And in this time, I believe that many will be deceived if they don't have the word of God. So as we go through this today and go through this chapter, I pray that the Lord will just enlighten us more in what he's saying and really give us that push to uh, make sure that we are in alignment with God's word and that we're seeking the Lord and that we're where God wants us to be. So this is coming from Jeremiah chapter 23 is verses 1 through 40. Beware of corrupt shepherds. Good leaders work to build. Corrupt leaders have little concern for righteousness and justice. Leaders are shepherds in the sense that their task is to look after and care for the people under their authority. And anyone that's leading the people of God and God has called you and set you, that is a very, very important task. No matter what facet of ministry you're in, if God has laid his hand on you, it's a very important thing because uh, the souls that God wants to bring in. So it's imperative that we uh, understand the call of God on our life and that we adhere to what the Lord wants. Now, there are many corrupt leaders, and there were many in Judah. And the Lord instructed Jeremiah to preach this word. This message applies to every generation and it does apply to us as well today. It's a strong warning uh, to an indictment of all corrupt shepherds. And there are many that are not doing what God wants. And, and so we have to understand that God speaks his word. He gives his word to all. He loves us all. But the word of God is true, and we want to make sure that we are being we're found doing what God wants and speaking what God wants. And so in the scripture, we will see the righteous king, the Messiah in verses one through eight. And then we will see from verses nine through 40, the false prophets, the priests, the ministers and how they are rebuked by God for their sins. And yes, God does correct and he does give a strong warning and he does give instruction and he does it because he loves us. So Jeremiah 23, 1 through 8, I'm going to read those scriptures. It says, woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. We must remember that the people belong to God. And so when he says, woe, that is a strong warning. Okay. He says, woe, 
Be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whither I have driven them and will bring them again to their foals and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set upon shepherds over them which shall feed them and they shall fear no more nor be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely, and this is his name, whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness." Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that they shall no more say, The Lord liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord liveth, which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all countries whither I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. So this is a promise we see. And we know Jesus has come already. Hallelujah. He came. He died for the sins, our sins. He died that we may be free. We thank God for that. Praise the Lord. But God is given a warning here to the unrighteous shepherds, those that are not speaking right and doing right. You can also read about it in Ezekiel 34, verses 1 through 10. Now, they were appointed to tend God's people, but they were guilty of scattering God's people, driving them away from him because of their wicked behavior. There are many today that have done the same thing. And, there, and we, will, we will be held in accountability. Every man, woman of God that's preaching the word of God, we will be held accountable. I'll be held accountable. And I take seriously the mandate, the call of God on my life to do what God wants and to make sure to stay in alignment with the word of God. Brother Shannon, I want to pause here. I heard you speak about even the King James version of the Bible and many, they don't even read it anymore. They read uh, uh, paraphrases and things and have taken the word and so lightly and, and really, really watered it down. And, and so we need the word. We need this word. And so I believe in the King James Bible. I really do. I, 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 I was brought up on it. And, you know, people say, well, it's too hard to understand. No, it's not. We got to have the truth. And many don't know the truth. They're not being taught the truth. And, and I know this word may not, may not feel good to some, but we need balance, balance word. And the Lord will teach you and put you under people that are preaching right and holiness and, and righteousness and right living and, and the whole gamut, not just the peace. We need the whole. And so it's imperative that even when it comes to the Bible, that you read 
and I'm going to say it, the right translation. And so I know there are many out there, but a lot of them, they're not good. And I didn't know I was going to say this, but I stand by what I say. We must be careful, especially if you're a new Christian and you don't know the word. You need to make sure the Bible you're reading is the right Bible because that is going to help to set your foundation. And so I, I just wanted to, to say that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And let me say this. I remember as a little girl and our pastor warned us and she said, make sure you stick to the Bible. There are translations, and back then it wasn't very many. Now there's so many, um, and many people just don't know, and they're being led astray. So much is being taken out of the Word of God. And so to live right and to understand what God is saying, we need the pure Word of God. So I just wanted to say that. I'm going to get off of that now, but amen. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Okay. So the people were, the, the, the shepherds were guilty of scattering God's people, driving them away from him because of their wicked behavior. And God said that they would be punished. Okay. Now God has promised restoration. When God restores, that means he brings back and reconciles. Glory to God. And that it would be a remnant. And I believe in this time, there's, there will be a remnant. There's a remnant now. And God is really doing a work. And we're seeing that happen. Praise the Lord. But one of the things that's so imperative and important, again, is that we preach pure word, even when we're dealing with people that are not living right. As my brother just spoke so beautifully, we must share the love of God, but we must speak the the word in truth and they will be drawn they will know praise god and so we need houses of the lord that yes a person may not be living the way they should they may their lifestyle may be altered but it doesn't have to stay altered and god is looking for pure righteous men and women of god that will love but that will speak the truth hallelujah glory to god i live in a in a region that's uh, filled with racism and all and god has placed me in a place praise the lord and I am committed to do the will of God. I'm committed to speak what God says. And I believe that our ministry is as well multiracial. It's not a black church. And I'm saying it that way because many times when you see African-American, you think, okay, the blacks go there. No, the people of God go there. Amen. And this is what God has called us to understand that we must love everybody. I'm just tagging off. I mean, the brother just said so much and it goes with this message. We have to pull down these walls of racism. We must allow the Lord to pull it down. It's time out. Praise God. And I thank God for what God is doing and how he is placing us where he wants us to be for his perfect will to be done, his complete will to be done, whole will to be done. Hallelujah. So when he anoints you, he anoints you for a specific reason so that his will may be done in the earth realm. And this is what is so vital in this time. So as God has promised to bring restoration to the people of God, he's doing that and he places us, amen, where he needs us so that that restoration and reconciliation can take place. Praise the Lord. He also said that he would give faithful men and women of God, faithful shepherds. And God is calling us to be faithful in this hour, 
faithful to the work of God, committed to the work of God. And it's not conducive on how we feel. And even by uh, if everything is going right, everything may not be going right, but that still doesn't mean that we let down. We cannot let down. We must continue to press forward. Hallelujah. So we must be faithful and we must serve and understand we're serving Jesus Christ. And it's for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. He also said that he would erase all fear. Now, now we must not walk in fear. I must not walk in fear. Hallelujah. The Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. Glory to God. So there should be no fear. Amen. Even intimidation. And sometimes people will try to intimidate us. Glory to God. But we know that that is not of God. So beloved, if God has placed you in a place and called you to a specific work, you must not allow fear to stop or hinder you from doing that that God has called you to do. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now we know Jesus Christ is the Messiah and the Bible says that he will rule wisely and execute righteousness, righteous living, righteous living, justice in the earth realm. Praise the Lord. Psalm 45 and 7 speaks about that. Then he says that he would save and reunite God's people and he will give us peace. And I thank God for his peace, according to Ephesians 2, 13 and 14, peace that will keep your mind peace that will keep your heart, the peace of God that will walk you through no matter what situation you may encounter. Hallelujah. We know that the Lord is our righteousness, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Thank you, Lord. And then we're going to see a gathering. We're already seeing a gathering of people uh, from all nations. Amen. All across the world. God is gathering his people and he's doing such a, a, a uh, pristine work. I'll say it that way. Amen. A definitive work. And as the word of God goes out, it's sharp. Yes, it goes out and it pierces the darkness, but it also does that, that God sends it to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's read a couple scriptures here. Philippians 3, verses 20 and 21 says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. And thanks be to God that one day, amen, this vile body will be changed. Hallelujah. We want to look like Jesus. We want to walk like him. Even now, we can walk like the Lord. Amen. He wants to change our thinking, change our behaviors. Praise the Lord so that he can be glorified. When we allow God, amen, in every area of our life, he is the one that brings the change. Glory to God. He is the one, hallelujah, that will make you better. But we must understand the importance of submitting to God. Amen. Committing to God and being faithful to God, because that is what God is looking for in this time. Thank you, Lord. And then first Peter one, three and four, it says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you. 
There is so much that God has for us already reserved. Amen. We see that Jesus Christ again, he has redeemed us, glory to God, begotten us unto a lively hope. He wants us to live in him, thrive in him. My God. So preachers, pastors, leaders, God wants us to walk this thing right in truth and holiness, not corrupt. He wants us free, wants us clear, wants us healed, wants us delivered. Praise the Lord, because there are many, many souls that God wants to bring into the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. So Jeremiah 23 and 9, it says, my heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I'm like a drunken man and like a man who whose wine hath overcome because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness. So the false prophets and the priests broke God's heart, distressed his prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah was distressed over what was going on. They rejected the Lord, denied or twisted the truth of his word. When we see this stuff going on, and I, there are many examples of it going on. It grieves my heart that some are teaching heresy and all these things are going on. Many, many people are being led astray, led away from the truth of the word. And it is grieving to see these things go on. They rejected the Lord, again, denied and twisted the truth of his word. And this was an enormous offense against God. For such uh, false teachings destroyed human lives, devastates uh, societies, and ruins nations. So when Jeremiah meditated on this, the false prophets were bringing up on, and what the false prophets was bringing on the nations, his thoughts made him stagger about. That's why it says he was like a drunken man. He was just in 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 a shock, you know, to see the condition around him and the things that was going on, even though he was warning and telling the people, you know, to get to God, but they were not listening. So Jeremiah's heart was broken when he contrasted their false teaching and uh, uh, put it up against the word of God and saw all that was going on and all the teaching and how the people were being led astray. It broke his heart. Jeremiah 23 and 10, for the land is full of adulterers, for because of swearing, the land mourneth, the pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up and their course is evil. Their force is not right. So the false prophets and priests, they fill the land with, with adultery. And this is going on today. There are people that are in the pulpits, but they're committing adultery. They're committing sexual immoralities. All of these things are going on. Spiritual adultery, idolatry. When we put things before God, we have false gods and idols. And uh, my pastor preached on this last week about idols. What idols do you have in your life? There are idols and things that before God that we got to get rid of. Okay. All of this thing. God don't like idolatry. They were turning the people from the Lord to immorality and all of these things. And we know this is occurring today in record numbers. All right. Uh, due to the gross immorality, God's hand of judgment had already begun to fall. Uh, and it came in the form of drought and famine. You can tell when when God's hand begins to lift, things begin to happen in people's lives and all this stuff. You know when the hand of God lifts. Amen. Judgment comes in and things begin to happen 
doors close. All of these things take place, okay? So these things were happening. It was a warning to the prophets, the ministers, because they were committing immorality. And and also God was letting them know that they would face the judgment of God. So the false prophets, they misused their power and authority. They coveted the office of a prophet only as a means to secure livelihood and status. So we have to be careful that we're not in ministry for the wrong reason. Uh, why are you doing what you're doing? What is the motive? Okay, what is the agenda? Is it a paycheck for you? Come on now. Amen. Should not be. It should be because God has called and he is qualified and he has a plan. Hallelujah. So we have to be careful of our motives and our attitudes. All of these things. Sometimes people use ministry as stepping stones. To get hired, all this. This is not what true ministry is all about. So we have to be careful that our motives and everything stay correct. So Jeremiah 23, 11 and 12, for both prophet and priest are profane. Yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, saith the Lord. Wherefore, their way shall be unto them as slippery ways in the darkness. They shall be driven on and fall therein. For I will bring evil upon them, even the year of their visitation, saith the Lord. So the false prophets, they were profaned. In other words, they were corrupt, they were unclean, and they were godless. Okay, They committed blasphemy by defiling the temple of God because of their wickedness. They were guilty of all kinds of sins. God's hand of judgment fell on them because they were defiled they defiled the true worship in God's temple. We got to be careful we don't do that. Hallelujah. God's house should be a house of prayer. Hallelujah. We don't want to make it a den of thieves, you know, a money-making thing. All of this, we've got to stay pure and we must stay clean. Hallelujah. I'm moving on through Jeremiah 23, verses 13 through 15. It says, and I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied in Baal and caused my people Israel to err. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem an horrible thing. They commit adultery, walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers that none doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them you, they are all of them unto me as Sodom, and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood, and make them drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem is profaneness gone forth into all the land. Oh my, we see this happening today. We see these spirits that have creeped in and and taken over people and, you know, pastors that, you know, gays, I'm just going to say it, and they're pastors and they're, you know, they say they're pastors and they're leading people. This goes against the word of God. It goes against the word of God. And many people are deceived. And when we speak about it, Oftentimes, we're accused of hate and all of this. It's not hate. We must walk the word. And Brother Shannon, I heard someone say something um, 
about even, um, uh, and I won't go into it all, but, you know, even how we married couples and sexuality and there's so much infused in that. I don't have time to go there. But even in our married relationships, if you're married, you still got to be clean. You still got to be holy. You can't commit eat any and everything. Sodomy acts should not be going on. And uh, and they're teaching that that's wrong. They're teaching that we have no business telling people about these things. But God wants us to be clean and pure and holy. And I'm going on record again to say we must make sure our lives are right with God. Hallelujah. We must be sure. Praise the Lord. And, and so God doesn't like these lifestyles. He loves people and we're to love people. Yes, not the sin. And that is the definitive mark. This is what God is saying here. He said he's going to feed them with wormwood, gall. Okay, give them gall to drink because of their profaneness and because of the things that they're doing. So they were guilty of idolatry and hypocrisy. They worshiped idols and they led God's people astray. They professed the Lord but lived wicked lives, committing adultery and sexual sin. All of these things, they were just as bad as Sodom and Gomorrah. They were to suffer the bitterness and poison of God's condemnation. And they were stumbling blocks, spreading wicked behavior among people. And that is what's going on today. This is straight word. This is what God is saying. And we must adhere to God's word and repent and get right with God. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 23 16 through 20, it says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. It's something that's vain is empty. Okay. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. We better be careful that what we speak is out of God's mouth, not out of our own. Glory to God. They say still unto them that despise me. The Lord hath said, ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come upon you. For who hath stood in the counsel of the Lord and hath perceived and heard his word? Who hath marked his word? And heard it. Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord is gone forth in fury, even a grievous whirlwind. It shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord shall not return until he have executed, until he have performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, you shall consider it perfectly. So they were preaching and they taught a false message. They offered false hope. They denied the coming judgment, you know, and there was warnings. And even now, people don't want to hear of the judgment of God. They don't want to hear. Don't even they want don't want to hear about hell. Don't want to hear that hell is a place. No, it was not created for us. It was really created for the devil and his angels. But people do go to hell. People go to hell. Come on. Hallelujah. I know that's not a popular message. Glory to God. But if we don't live right, we close our eyes in death. My God today. Hallelujah. And Jesus is not Lord. Where will you spend eternity? 
we must be we must understand God's word is true. Yes, he's a God of love. Hallelujah. And it God don't want nobody to be lost. But as I heard my brother say, the dear loved one that did not make it, I've had family members too that did not make it in, did not make it to heaven because they were not right with God. And God, you know, we don't want to hear that. But as we had to preach recently, my cousin's funeral, and I told the people, it's not automatic that you will go to heaven. You must give your life to Jesus Christ. No, everybody just don't automatically go to heaven when they die. Glory to God. You must be ready. Hallelujah. And if you're not right now, you can get ready. You can make sure. Hallelujah. Of where you will spend eternity. Glory to God. If you know your life is not right with Jesus Christ, you can get right. Hallelujah. You don't want it to be said too late. Because once you enter into eternity, it's done. It's over. You can't come back. There's no coming back. And there's so many teaching all kinds of crazy things. Glory to God. So we got to understand this is this is so imperative today, beloved. I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict you. Amen. And if you know you need to get right with God, get right today. Change today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't hold on to things that God has been dealing with you on. Amen. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is the day of salvation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we love you. We praise you, Father. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So the people, they were, the the, the shepherds here, the false prophets, they were offering false peace and false prosperity. Okay. They failed to stand in the counsel of God. We need the counsel of the Lord. We need the correction of the Lord. We need the instruction of the Lord. Amen. We need the inspiration of the Lord. We need the encouraging of the Lord. We need these things. Hallelujah. But they fail to stand in God's counsel. They fail to hear the full. Uh, they, they fail to not only hear, but they fail to teach God's word. We must be careful that we teach God's word. That we teach it, hallelujah, preach it, that we live it, hallelujah, that we uphold it and even defend it. And we defend it in the sense of standing in all of God's word. Don't buckle because of even the laws and things that are being passed. Don't buckle because of what people are saying and men and some people are saying, well, if you if you're going to teach that, you can't come to my church and preach. Well, okay, glory to God, but don't compromise. Don't take down. Don't take bribes. That's another thing. Don't take bribes. Glory to God. Stand for the truth. Stand. Hallelujah. Without compromising. Glory to God. And when you've done all, you still stand some more. Glory to God. Listen, God's judgment would not cease until his purpose was completed. And the same goes today. God's purposes will be completed. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And then when the false prophets understood, it was too late. He said the false prophets would understand in that day, but it would be too late. And many, that's what's happening. When they realize and recognize the way they've gone, hallelujah, and close their eyes in death, it is too late. You do not want it to be said too late. Glory to God. So Jeremiah 23, 21 through 27, I'm hurrying through this. I have not sent these prophets, the Lord said, yet they ran. Are you running without a sent anointing? If God has not sent you, Stop. Don't just went. 
you must be sent. Glory to God. Amen. It says, I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesy. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. There are many people right now, they want the truth. There are many people that have been bogged down in their lives and they're looking for somebody to tell them the truth, to love them enough to say, hey, the Lord loves you. You can you can come out. Amen. There are many people. Amen. They may look at you funny. They may get a little upset. But when they know you truly tell the truth, that's what they want. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And there are people that, yes, they will come out of their evilness. They will stop sinning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There are many right now in trouble. Many in prisons. Glory to God in trouble. Many on the streets in trouble. And we must have pure houses of the Lord. Houses of prayer. Amen. That will pray people through. Glory to God. That will stand in the word and not compromise. Hallelujah. So that uh, men and women, boys and girls can be one to uh, to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then it says, do not. Okay. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar? Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? I have heard what the prophets said. They prophesy lies in my name, saying I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. Oh, my. Listen, they were ministering under false authority, and they were not sent by God. They failed to stand in God's counsel and they had done they had done this to the people had they stood in let me say it this way had they told the truth the people would have repented and this is what God is looking for us to do today tell people the truth glory to God hallelujah we know that God is the only true authority yes he is present everywhere God is everywhere oh my Thank you, Lord. He saw the secrets of the false prophets and what they attempted to hide. Oh, my. He heard their false claims that they spoke in the name and had dreams from him. But it wasn't from him. Mm -hmm. Was not. He knew they were lying prophets who taught the delusions of their own minds. He knew their purpose to secure followers Focus attention on themselves and their beliefs, turning people away from the Lord. We do not want to be guilty of turning people away from God. We don't want to be guilty of that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, that's that's the scripture there. Thank you, brother. Jeremiah 23, 28 through 32. It says the prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. He that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word 
like a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Behold, I'm against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith, behold, I'm against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their likeness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. Oh, my. So they failed again. To preach and teach the word of God. False prophets or false prophetical words did not and does not feed the people. Okay. God's word we know is like fire and it purifies. It goes in and it burns. Hallelujah. It may convict you, but it will burn out that that it needs to burn out. But God's word is pure. It is like a hammer. Sometimes you feel broken. You feel like, ooh, I've been crushed. Well, God is getting after that thing in, in us that needs to be broken. Okay. So we see here in the scripture, God was against the prophets. He was against their preaching. He's against falseness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He was against them preaching their own ideas and claiming that they were speaking God's word. We got to be careful that we're not preaching our own word and our own thoughts. It's got to be God's word and his thoughts. Then he was against their preaching false dreams and lies. The tragic facts about this is that they led the people astray. They lied. They were not sent by God and they did not help the people. Oh, my. Finally, Jeremiah 23, 33 through 40 says this. And when this people or the prophet or a priest shall ask thee, saying, what is the burden of the Lord? Thou shalt then say to them, what burden? I will even forsake you, saith the Lord. And as for the prophet and the priest and the people that shall say, the burden of the Lord. I will even punish that man and his house. Thus shall ye say, every one to his neighbor and every one to his brother, what hath the Lord answered and what hath the Lord spoken? And the burden of the Lord shall ye mention no more. For every man's word shall be his burden. For ye have perverted the words of the living God, of the Lord of hosts our God. Thus shalt thou say to the prophet, What hath the Lord answered thee? And what hath the Lord spoken? But since ye say the burden of the Lord, therefore thus saith the Lord, because ye say this word, the burden of the Lord, and I have sent unto you, saying, Ye shall not say the burden of the Lord. Therefore, behold, I, even I, will utterly forget you. And I will forsake you and the city that I gave you and your fathers and cast you out of my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. So they mocked God's word, the true prophet's burden to proclaim God's word. So this is the answer. God would forsake the mocker. The judgment, the false prophet and priest would be punished. 
the right way for people to seek help from God's word dependent on God's word. We need help today. We must depend solely on the word of God. The wrong way to seek help from God's word is mixing. When you mix your words with God's, mixing the truth, distorting the truth with error, it's not pure. Hallelujah. So the right way to seek help, we must depend on God. We must depend on his word. And God is giving a warning to the false prophets, to the false shepherds. If you claim to speak the word of God, you would face the judgment because you're not speaking his word. And those in this instant, they were not speaking God's word, but yet they were saying it was. And that will bring judgment. So we better be careful that what we say is coming from God. Not our own belly, not our own mind, but from the word of God. God just said he would forget them and cast them out of his presence and they would see the doom and the shame because of being rejected by God because of going their own way. I want to end with the scripture in Ezekiel 33 and 6. It says, but if the watchmen see the sword come, and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned. If the sword come, and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. Many times God will tell us to speak a word, and it's up to us to obey God, of course. But if we do not, and judgment comes, blood will be on our hands. Beloved, we don't want that. We don't want to be guilty of not warning. This message is a tight message, but God wants his prophets, servants, ministers, pastors to be real, to be whole, not to be false. So if you know you've come into error, you may be sitting under a ministry that's got error there. You want to take a look and ask God what to do because you don't want to keep reaping and keep taking in error. Amen. God is calling us to to right living and righteous living and holiness and balance. That's a whole nother message. We want to stay whole. We want to stay balanced. Let me read this scripture here in 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 5. It says, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness. He is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. The word is clear. Withdraw yourself from that that's false and evil, and God is not in it. God will heal you if you need to be healed from things. Maybe you've been in a ministry and it's been abusive. It's not been right, and God has opened your eyes. You must still love and forgive, but you come out of that and let God heal you. Let him make you. It is my prayer that we will 
do right. We leaders, those that God has given the baton and put the baton in our hands, that we will go forth in purity and righteousness and holiness before the Lord. Father, I thank you today for your word. I thank you for each and every one that's on that will listen at a later time. I ask you, Lord, to help us. Help us to walk right. Help us to do that that you've called us to do in righteousness. Father God, I pray a cleansing, a healing today. I pray that you would minister to each and every one. I pray, Father, that as this message has gone out and the other messages, Father, so dynamic today. And those that will yet go on, that, Father, you will quicken us. Hallelujah. Even convict us. Lord, that we would repent, that we will stay in the vein of the Holy Spirit, that we will walk cautiously with you, Father, that we will keep our eyes on you. Hallelujah. And that, God, we will not give out that that is not from you. Help us, Lord God. Help my brothers and sisters. Help us, Lord, to, Father God, stay in the vein of the Holy Spirit, to walk right. Cleanse the body from heresy, from words that are not right. Father God, doctrine that's not right, teaching that's not right, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and praise you now. We give you glory. Lord, minister to each and every one. I pray healing. I pray, Father God, encouragement and strength. I pray, Father, that you will continue to minister, Father, as only you can. We thank you and we praise you for your word today. Help us, Lord God, hallelujah, to be the servants that you've called us to be, to be the men and women of God. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you. I give you glory now and I give you honor for it all. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless each of you. I love you all so much. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Great word today. Beware of corrupt shepherds. Uh, Sister Vells, give out your contact information. How do people reach your ministry, tune into more broadcasts, and how can they support the work? Yes, sir. So if anyone would like more information about our ministry, you can go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. That's our website. But also, Brother Shannon, if people would email us, if they have questions or comments or even prayer requests, you can email us at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. That's setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. Many times people, Brother Shannon, will email us and want to know how to be a part of even our services. Now, we are located at 721 North 1st Street in Blackwell, Oklahoma. We also have services via Zoom. And if you are interested in those services, uh, you can contact us by email and we'll make sure to put you on our email list. But we're live right there in Blackwell, Oklahoma, Sunday mornings at 1030, Wednesday evenings at 730. Uh, PM is our Bible study. We have other classes that we're doing as well uh, on Saturdays and and all of those class extra classes. You can find out information by emailing us at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. And uh, the Lord is helping us to do more teaching, Brother Shannon. We are on Set Free Live Monday through Friday on our YouTube channel, Apostle Deborah Vales. If you go there, you'll see all of our services there. 
things that we're doing. Uh, we give announcements on things all the time. And so you can follow us Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, Set Free Live. And we thank God for it. We thank God for all God is doing through the broadcast and even our live streaming. And so we pray that people will be a part. And I want to say thank you all for your support, contacting us and being a part. Brother Shannon, we do appreciate you so much. And I thank God for it all. Sister Vell's great word today. It's an honor to be with you here and work with you. And uh, we'll see you back on again soon. Thank you for coming on. It was a great message. Thank you, sir. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Folks, that was Dr. Deborah Vells. Let me save this program and we'll be right back. Stand by. 